welcome to episode 15 of the Patchman Hockey Show. We're the Patchman. I'm Jimmy and that's Johnny. And on this show, we look at NHL patches and teach you the hockey history behind the patch. Every patch has a story. And this week, we're talking about... Yeah, we're talking about the New York Rangers 85th anniversary season um, and their anniversary patch. Yep. This is a pretty cool patch. Um, you have... Uh, what would you call this? Like a crest? The Rangers crest. Shield. Rangers shield. Okay. Um with the, the big 85 in there, um, 85th anniversary, um, Rangers established in 1926, one of the original six teams. Um, pretty cool patch, you know, I like it a lot. I like, um, it's pretty simple, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty simple, it's traditional. That's the word, yep, it is, <laughs> um, traditional. And it, it really fits in to their uniform. Um, so as you can see with the patch, they wore it on their right shoulder. Um, you know, we'll get to more about the other jersey soon. Um, but what do you what do you think? I uh, I actually really like it, and this is coming from a Devils fan. Uh, I think, but I think you really nailed it. Uh, it's traditional first and foremost. The ribbon uh, we talked about ribbons. Ribbons are like sentimental, brings out emotion. It's uh, heritage, I guess, in a way, commemorative. Re uh, anything commemorative usually has like a, a patched. Uh, I'm sorry, a ribbon to it. Um, but it's simple. You got the Rangers logo. 85 years at this point. I mean, now it's almost 100 years. But um, looking back on this season, um, you know, the, the Rangers, they have a timeless logo. I'll say that. They have a timeless. It, it's a shield. The Rangers logo is a shield. And then they put the 85 title together in another shield. And then for the NHL, um, the NHL crest is a shield. So it's very similar. Like the Patchman, um, the Patchman hockey logo. Well, it's a puck, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should make a Patchman hockey shit. That's a great idea. That, there we go. That's Copyright. it. Copyright. That's it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really like it. Super clean. And actually, there's two variations of this patch, but one was an actually a, one was a patch, and the other was more of a logo. As you can see here, the Rangers had the 85th anniversary logo more of a round logo on the, their center ice. Um, they really could have done the shield on the center ice, like they do for the Rangers logo, right? They could have done I, that. I thought they could have, too. Also, what they didn't, they didn't put the year on it. You know, like, uh, I, I, didn't oh. say, I didn't say it before, but this is the 2010-2011 season. Yes, it is, um, right. They, they could have done that, yeah. So I guess you could do the math, like, but you know, for some people like me. 26 plus 85. Doing calculations. Ti eighty three. No games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Playing drug dealer on my uh, <laughs> on my calculator. Um, but yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah. So the Rangers they would finish the season with a winning record: forty four wins, thirty three losses, and five overtime losses or shootout losses. I'm sorry. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the jersey here because that's, that's pretty important. The Heritage jersey? So for the 85th season, they had a special jersey come out, and they released this in November, actually on November 12th, 2010. Uh, they did this event at Rockefeller Center, which is really cool. One thing about the Rangers, I'll give them a lot of credit. And, you know, they're also in a city, a much bigger city than the Devils. Um, they really do things, and they do it out in the city. Like, they go out to these events... And they showcase their players. They showcase what's going on um, with the team in the patch. And there's pictures online. I didn't have any pictures here, 
but there's pictures online of the event. But you have Hank up here, and what a good looking guy this is, huh? Oh, dreamy. <laughs> that flow, that flow right there? That flow, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, what a, what a good looking hockey player, but they have like a more of a darker blue, um, almost like a Columbus Blue Jacket blue, where they have New York diagonal, and instead of like the Rangers, and this would not be the first time that they have New York diagonal like that. Um, very simple. Rangers, another thing that they do, they always keep their jerseys clean, very clean, very basic, no frills, traditional, very traditional. Um, but yeah, overall, great look. I love where the patch is on the shoulder. They probably, you know, with the Rangers, they probably they couldn't do it on the right part of the yeah. chest because you have the N or you have the R, depending on. Are those the edge jerseys still? Yeah. Yeah, so you got the weird, like, uh, piping. Oh yeah, you can see the piping yeah. even on that image, yeah. Yeah. But at least the Rangers, some of these teams actually, regardless of the uh, Reebok edge, they still kept it traditional as best they could. I yeah. just hate Which, I mean, the taper look. It's like the Oilers jersey. Like, I hate that. Like, the, the, the piping with the edge jersey, and they yep. made it all futuristic. Like, they yep. should have just did what the Rangers did. Yeah. Keep it more traditional looking. I, I completely agree. I think the whole Reebok thing was a disaster. So these jerseys too, um, they would wear them when they played original six teams. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so uh, they would do that for, and I think it was on Sunday games as well was the plan. But I think that got dropped, and I don't even know. I think the what I read was the plan originally. So they would wear these jerseys when they played original six teams, and I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, but um, regardless, awesome jersey. Awesome jersey, awesome patch, and um, and look at the flop on on those tongues, skate tongues. I'm always like, how do they do that? Like, I guess they uh, just you would have to just pull, you pull it out, and you can't do them on skates now. Mine's so stiff. Yeah, but the the, the old pumps. ones. Yeah, that's uh, those are I guess Reeboks, Reeboks I think. Yeah. Pumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is uh, we're looking at Ryan Callahan over here. I know you can't see it if you listen to it on the podcast, but um, yeah, great center ice. Picture two. Um, yeah, Rangers. Rangers had a good team this season, and um, made the playoffs. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but and again for the second consecutive season in a row, um, it came down to the last game of the season. Um, their playoff hopes. They defeated the Devils uh, five to two uh, on April 9th, twenty eleven. Uh, but they got nervous because they had to wait for the result of the Hurricanes versus Lightning game that night, and the Lightning defeated the Hurricanes, which secured the Rangers' playoff spot, um, and both the Islanders and Devils missed the 2011 playoffs. And that's, that's the worst, having your fate in someone else's hands. Right, right. You know, that has no interest in whether you should make the playoffs or not. Yeah, it's, it's funny how the, the season plays out in different teams and like their progress and how it affects other teams. Um, not directly, but just indirectly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so they would make the playoffs, but they would have a short run in the playoffs, um, where they were defeated by the number one seeded Washington Capitals in the first round. They would lose four games to one. Yep. Um, I guess a couple notes maybe, uh, to touch upon GM Glenn Sather, uh, coached by John Tortorella. Torts. Hey, Torts. Torts. Just got... I kind of miss having Torts in a New York metropolitan area. Like, what a, like... Uh, He's got the attitude to be a coach up here. Oh, for sure. You know? 
And I think he's actually from uh, Massachusetts, I think mm -hmm. he's from. But um, yeah, he is from Massachusetts because he does have a, a New England accent. But he's got such an attitude for this area, especially in 2012 when the Devils and Rangers met in the playoffs. Like, you know, th what a time to, in the conference finals, I'm sorry. Uh, what a time to uh, be alive, really. Um, but yeah, and then the captain was Chris Drury. Chris Drury is now, I think he's the general manager of the Rangers, recently promoted, or he's the president, one or the other. Um, alternate captains were Ryan Callahan and Mark Stahl. Ryan Callahan would actually go on to be the next captain of the Rangers, Captain Cali. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, three Rangers played in the All Star game yep. this year. Uh, Mark Stahl, uh, Hank, and who else? Uh, oh, Derek Stepan um, played in the skills competition. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean. Um, another tidbit we had here, when we're looking back at the season, well, when we do our research, especially for these commemorative patches with the, uh, that they wear throughout the season, um, April 4, 2011, Rangers beat the Boston Bruins 5-3 to after trailing the game 3 nothing. And according to the Versus broadcaster, remember, this was before NBC Sports, it was Versus, which this oh, is like... Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, the NHL, like... Oh, wow. That is going back. Wow. Okay. And Versus was Outdoor wow. Life Network. Flashback to 2011. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, the whole TV deal with the NHL. Thank God they're going back to ESPN and T, uh, TNT, yep. right? Um, thank, we're excited about that. The promo is sick if you haven't seen it. It's it, good. It's a really good one. Um, it's like Gary Thorne and Bill Clement voiceovers, to like Alexander Ovechkin and like Nathan McKinnon. It's sick. Look it up. But... Um, Oh, so anyway, so this stat was, uh, this was the first time in franchise history that the Rangers were able to overcome a 3 nothing deficit to the Boston Bruins to win the game. The two teams had played each other 624 times since 1926. Oh, my God. I mean, now that's got to be close to 700. Um, or, well, if you think about it. They should do something for the Thousands game. Thousands game. Yeah, that, yeah. Was that's, that 10 years prior? That's pretty wild. Uh, I, lo I love old stats like I love random stats like that like these obscure stats that like who thought about that before but um or how'd you dig that number up but it's cool and then the Rangers tied the Bruins actually for the most shutouts that season with 11 hmm. um what else yeah Dubinsky led the team in goals with 24 and an assists with 30 total of 54 points so he led yeah, well, 77 games, 54 total points. Yeah. Fedotenko, no, so Fedotenko, 25. Sean Avery with 174 penalty minutes, which I thought was freaking funny. <laughs> Rangers actually had a great team on paper. I mean, this was like the makings of the 2012 team to the Eastern Conference Finals and also the 2014 team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals but would lose against the Kings in five games. Uh, yeah, Brandon Dubinsky, Marion Gabrick. Remember Gabrick? He was so yeah. sick on the Wild. He was like the Wild's like first star player. Uh, Ryan Callahan, Brian Boyle. Uh, yeah, the toughness. Brandon Prust and uh, Sean Avery. Yeah, even like Girardi, like Daniel Girardi. Yep. Fedotenko, like. You had a lot good, of. They were good players. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you had some Tampa Bay players too. Fedotenko won the Cup with Torts. Uh, Vaclav uh, Prospel. Uh, he was another one that won it with Torts. Frolov? Was Frolov on Lightning? 
No, he was a longtime LA King. King, yes, that's but what I was thinking about. What's interesting, I thought Alexander Frolov, and I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to touch on upon him. He was really sick in the late 2000s with the Kings. He would go to the Rangers, have a mediocre season. Well, I think he was also hurt, and that was it. This was his last season in the NHL. I thought he played for like 15 seasons, but hmm. um, no, but he didn't. Um, but it's a shame because he really was a, a solid player. Derek Bugard, rest in peace, the Boogie Monster, the Boogie Man. I'm sorry, the Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster. <laughs> the yeah, the Boogie Man, the the big a tough guy, a fighter. Fortunately, he died. Um, oh. Not this season, but he died a few years later. But um, That's true. but no, they had on paper Ryan McDonough on D, solid defenseman. It's funny how if you look back at the Scotty Gomez trade with the Rangers, they sent Gomez to the Canadians. And they got Ryan McDonough back and somebody else. Oh my God, was that did that trade work out? You, you know, tremendously for the Rangers. Um, McDonough just turned into such a solid defenseman. Um, actually, I think he became a captain as well. Um, hmm. But yeah, Matt Zuccarello. I remember watching Zuccarello, and this guy was so freaking fast on the ice, unbelievable. Yeah. Short guy too. Uh, yeah, and, and he's still playing right now. He's in the playoffs with the Minnesota Wild. So uh, unless by the time this episode drops the, the wild, wild or eliminated from the playoffs, but we'll see. See if they beat the Golden Knights. So unrelated, but yeah, have to do with Zuc. I was watching the warm-ups for the Wild, and it was like a clip on YouTube about like some weird like warm-up things that they do. Yeah. And it was, I forget who it was, Zuccarello and somebody else, but they were passing the puck like two feet away from each other and doing it like all the way to the blue line. Oh, I saw that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Wasn't that cool? Yeah, it's like give and go, give and go, give and go, like close distance. Yeah. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. And then uh, there's one guy in the halves, like he just he slides halfway through the ice, hits the other guy, and they do that like every game. So. Yeah, there's some funny stuff with with, with the warm ups that they, that teams do, players do. Very creative. But overall, um, at least a winning season for the Rangers in the books. Obviously, they didn't get that far in the playoffs, but they would build. This was actually a big stepping stone for them going into 2012 and 2014, like I was saying. So. Um, Great patch, love the patch, love the 85. And also too, I just want to talk about the uh, cream, the off-white cream color. I think that's a, I love that like nod to like the past. It's like a vintage color and you don't really yeah. see that anymore. No, you don't. Um, and they don't have this in the patch though. The patch is just strictly white, gray around the perimeter. So, um, mm. awesome. Yeah. Awesome patch. Love it. 85th anniversary. I don't know how many teams have an 85th anniversary. Not many. I think the Rangers might be the only one. Maybe Boston. Maybe Chicago has one. Yeah, it would be the original six teams. Probably. Yeah, for sure. So, really cool to see an 85th uh, anniversary patch. And we're going to be getting 100 soon, too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a uh, yeah, 100 NHL five years. patch. Yeah. yeah. Well, five years. But for the yeah. original six teams, yeah, for sure. But, um, but yeah, anything cool. else? No, I think that's it. Yeah, this is yeah, this is one of my favorite patches. Um, but otherwise, you know, keep checking us out. You know, we'll keep pumping out these patch patch shows. Um, we have a lot. We have a lot of patches that we want to cover. There's always gonna be a patch we want to oh, cover. Oh, I forgot what? the patch. I forgot the actual. Patch. Oh, that's funny. Ha! But that's okay. yeah, well, we have this patch. We we do. Yeah. Trust us. Yeah, we do. We we'll have. show you on the next episode. We have. Um, but yeah, keep following us on Instagram. Twitter reviews, please leave us reviews. Rate us on the on the Apple Store. Yeah, definitely comment and like us on it YouTube. Helps. That would help a lot. Um, 
and you know, give us feedback. Email us, you know, at PassmanHockey. PassmanHockey at gmail.com. Yep. I'm John. That's Jimmy. Thanks again. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you.